Satnam, everyone. This is Andy Rasmussen. Welcome back to Zion Consciousness and Covenant. And I say welcome back as if um, we just talked to you yesterday, but it's been a while. I'm going to, well, let's do it another way. Felice, you're with me again. (laughs) Satnam. Satnam. So good to be back. Um, And it looks like we are probably back. There was some interesting delays and things that needed to happen, I'm sure. In the interim, we've taken off, but uh, some new technological developments and lots of other spiritual developments, and looks like we can start doing this regularly again in some format or another. So I'm looking forward to it. Yeah, me too. It is the holidays, and you are joining us from Hanalei, is that where you are? Yes. Hanalei, Kauai, Hawaii. And uh, you've posted some pictures actually recently from a world-famous pier that's right on that beach there. Yeah, just a stunning, it's our home. Our stunning home place. away, our second home now. I love it so much, but sadly we're leaving in a couple of days, <laughs> and it's we've been here for a couple months, and um, yeah, it's just been it's been really good and healing, and I love, 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 love Hawaii, but. But enough about me. <laughs> yes, yeah, so you, and we've been talking about, wanting to start this up again for a little bit, but you uh, texted last week and said you had a particular yeah. topic, and you had just finished a level two training. I don't know if it came up during that, but it doesn't yeah, it matter. Yeah, did. Okay. Yeah, it did. So let's talk about it, because I don't feel like having a really long podcast. Let's, let's get right it. to the point. <laughs> <laughs> let's do it. <laughs> okay, so... The point, I guess, is um, is world peace. <laughs> and, yeah, that's not uh, a big topic. <laughs> no, it's not. It's like, it's so doable. And so here's how we do it. <laughs> we all just need to believe and pray for world peace. So a lot of people ask me um, what uh, what the timeline is on, like, Jesus coming. <laughs> <laughs> like, like I know, you right. know, it's just no man knoweth, and like I know. But there are some things that we do know. Um, you know, the church is hesitant to come out with any specific timelines because destiny can change, timelines change, mm-hmm. and as they have recently, I feel like we got a big timeline shift in the last um, six months. Like everything just sort of shifted, completely which agree. is nice. Yeah. But um. But anyways, there are some things that are definitely like Yogi Bhajan um, and before him, the saints and sages before him, knew things that were coming. And they had a pretty specific date, you know, like 2012. Even Hugh Nibley wrote like all about 2012, you know, like that was the shift. That was the change in the age. Yes. And um, we've talked about that. Our listeners should probably know about the Piscean age and the Aquarian age and how we've made the shift now into the Aquarian age and the Aquarian age is what's going to usher in the age of peace the 1000 years of peace which is when Christ will reign on the earth so we're in the age that's going to usher that in and everyone says well well, when is that going to (laughs) happen like how many more how long is this 
ushering an age. When does that thousand years begin? And they're basically saying, you know, when's Jesus coming? And I was like, well, I don't know. I don't think Yogi Bhajan said anything. I don't know the exact time frame. And then I heard somebody say, you know, this many years, that many years. Finally, I got, I got some, I got some clarification on it at my level too. Um, one of my teachers was talking about how, you know, basically everything Yogi Bhajan said came true. You know, like right. He predicted everything. Extremely clairvoyant, extremely tuned in. Um, you know, he knew 2012 everyone's going to be going insane and needing needing this technology. He began teaching. He predicted about computers. He said in 19 I don't remember, remember what year, but way, way, way before the personal computer, he said, you know, in 2012, you know, or in you know, in the new millennium, every there's going to be a way to contact people instantly. You can reach out and talk to anyone you want in the whole world instantly, and people are never going to be more lonely <laughs> than they've ever been yeah. and more overwhelmed. And and he he predicted all these things. And um, you know, I mean, well, we won't go into all all of his his powers, but um, he used them all for good. So, but one of the things, but but like within that, one of my teachers was saying everything he said came true. But within that, there's there's some leeway, you know, destiny. We can change destiny. She said, for example, in the 1980s, there was supposed to be like a third world war, and he knew it. But he we averted it. He basically he said everywhere we went, every he asked everyone to pray for peace. We prayed for peace. We played this mantra, "I am thine, I am thine, hummy hum to me too." Um, it's basically all about we are one and victory. Um, so that was played every way tantric. It was we prayed all around the world, and it didn't happen. We didn't have a third world war in the 80s, although we did go through some dark times. And she was saying that in the Dharma there was a big, um, there was some dark, like in the Sikh Dharma, which he was also the head of the Sikh religion in the United States. She said from about 84 to 88, the Dharma was under this sort of dark attack from darkness and like no one was having babies no one from 84 to 88 and then after 88 all of a sudden everybody had babies and and then we know wasn't it 89 that the, the wall fell down communists anyway. yeah that's what i was going to bring up what what did in fact happen at the end of the 90s was the specter the of world 80s right yes the, the specter okay. of of uh World War Three, as we'd all conceived of it, you know, for 50 years, mm-hmm. all evaporated overnight. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and it, it didn't did. have to happen like that. Just a, a, a quick point of historical reference: there is almost it's almost impossible to find anywhere in history a story of a major empire of any kind uh, that just kind of fizzled out uh, mm-hmm. without a bang, and there was no reason. I remember when I was folding papers one morning in 1989, not long, or 1990, not long after the wall fell, <clears throat> and they had their coup. It was 91, mm-hmm. actually. And the hardliners took over the Kremlin again for a few days. Mm-hmm. Uh, there is simply no reason, uh, conceivable, uh, geopolitical, put it that way, or historical, why they shouldn't have, uh, have launched some sort of offensive at some point. And it never mm-hmm. happened. So, yeah, that was at yeah, the end so of the... Some- of the years of prayer yeah yeah something was going on and and the thing is it's like and then in the 90s there was definitely like i've watched some of the uh his videos from the 90s and he was always praying for the gulf the gulf war or the gulf of the people and like you know and i know members of the church war too but like i feel like right now like like the world again is is kind of on this like threshold and everyone's freaking out and being like oh my gosh it's 
World War Three. When in fact, it's just another opportunity to like change the destiny of the world again. Yeah. You know, so like, don't get your hopes up that like, <laughs> like, if we have a World War Three, Jesus will come sooner because it's not true. <laughs> you know. Right. Um, so, so here's the actual prediction, uh, or the actual, the, what Yogi Bear He said, by the year 2035, the Khalsa mm -hmm. will rule on the earth. Mm -hmm. And Khalsa means the pure ones. Yes. So by 2035, the pure ones will rule. What does that mean? Does that mean Jesus will come before that, like in 2025 or after that, once the Khalsa are ruling? Who knows? But we know that, like, you know, by 2025, the prediction was there's going to be three types of people. Enlightened people, crazy people, or dead people. Yes. Are you there? Oh, sorry. I thought I lost you. So, <laughs> so like, we've got 10, you know, 10 more years. Um, but, you know, the, those enlightened, crazy, and dead people, it doesn't have to be, you know, as dark as we like some people like end no, of it days. doesn't have to be in fact i would no, submit not. that not, none of those are um negative even or judgmental they're just different different paths people take that uh, uh exactly. you know maybe have different different intensities and lengths of lengths of time to them but everybody's free and have, and those groups will grow and there's nothing wrong with any of it right. you just can choose where you want to what experience you want to have yeah, I was just reading um, something uh, attributed to Jesus, and I believe it was Jesus, um, in a book called Love Without End. And she was talking to Jesus, and he was telling her, she was asking, the one time that in her, in her time with Jesus, um, that she did ask him about, oh my gosh, is there going to be catastrophe ever in the earth? And, and he just said, you know, all these structures that have been put into place to sort of... Um, that have gotten out of control and no longer serve love and they just serve themselves. Um, all these structures have to crumble, you know, and, and that's right. going to happen. And it's just, a, and she says, you know, will there be suffering? And he said, only those who are so attached to how yes, it is, exactly. that right. it will seem like agony to them. But even that, he said, it was a blessing because then they can bleed out all the venom and mm -hmm. be healed. And so there doesn't really have, I mean, like suffering is really just depending on the way we look at it. It's really ultimately going to lead to such a better world. And, and we can begin by just praying. And, and so I would, I'm, I'm beginning with, with my sangha, you know, in Los Angeles and, and the sangha that we have created here in, in our, our little community um, to encourage everyone to play that mantra because it worked before. <laughs> Let's just mm -hmm. stick with that one. I am thine, and you can find lots of different versions of this. I am thine, hummy hum, do me do. And then also, there is another prayer if you um, if you like, um, if you're not as comfortable with the mantras, or if you want to use both. Um, I asked a few months. It came up maybe six months ago. I remember I was praying, and I, and I said, God, how do I pray for the whole world? Because sometimes there are specific ways to pray for specific things as I have been inspired. And um, God led me to a scripture that basically said, you know, if you want to pray for the whole world, this is how you do it. <laughs> and it's um, that that prayer. It's, I, um, may the Lord, it's, it begins, may the Lord bless you and keep you. And it's yeah. about 
seven lines. Um, and you can find it where, Andy? I don't have it off the top of my head, but I wrote a blog post about it. It's on my blog somewhere. That's a good question. When you started talking, I, I thought of another one um, I thought you were going to mention. And I don't remember exactly what that is now either, but it's the Prayer of Zion in D&C. And now I don't know. But I'll look it up at 110, maybe. But anyway, <clears throat> I, I love that. And and I think there's actually a good musical version of May the Lord Bless You People Keep You. Yes. Or several, or several different ones. And I wish you had given me a heads up. Now, we do this very organically, and we'll probably keep doing that. But uh, I, I could have had you a version of I Am Thine or even that uh, prayer loaded up to be our outro music. <laughs> Um, well, you can load it up right now. Can't you pause it and just scramble around and get it? Um, no, because I've got to load it into the little mixing board here with this new app we're using, but that's okay. Uh, well, good from now on, on every time one. we record, from now on, you should it. Yeah, let's get it up. From, okay. Until further notice. Until further notice. Well, yeah. well let me, um, I just want to add a couple of, uh, just a testimony to what you just said. The, because I've thought a lot about it too. There's and there's been a lot of questions and and, and talk about it certainly, and and very little of it useful uh, about the the end of days. And of course, we had the great astronomical events recently, and blah blah blah, and uh, and quite a bit going on. People can feel it. It doesn't matter what um, you know frame or context or paradigm they're working from. They can feel the shift and. But that's really all, all it is. Uh, and I loved how you put that and how the, and the book put that about the structures. It, it flows right into <clears throat> everything we know about Zion and, and the scriptures and, and uh, the way they talk about it, everything the way Yogi Bhajan talked about the transition from the uh, Piscean to the Aquarian. And it is simply, you know, all the structures that have been built up um, to, that, that have nothing to do with love, as you said. And with God, and God is love. Uh, they simply are are um, passing away, as all things do. And I just, you, you said it was perfect. There is no, this isn't a result of uh, harsh judgments being poured out by a, uh, an angry, you know, cosmic dictator who has been defied. This is simply natural consequences of, of anything uh, when you're attached to anything in this universe, anything in this life, anything at all that isn't ultimately real. And since love is the only reality, uh, anything that isn't ultimately love will pass away. And if you're attached to it in this mortal life or what after, agony. it's going to really <laughs> be a pain in the, in the butt. <laughs> It's gonna, it's gonna be harsh. It's gonna be an intense experience. Um, uh, but, you know, but even that can take that. That whole has that has purpose. That takes you through it. Every you can pass through it, however you want to. You can, be, you can detach and come into that reality of love, that simply beingness, um, quickly or, or or slowly. It doesn't. It, there's no right or wrong. This is just up to us. Everybody will get there, and it's fine. And let's just pray for everybody and not just, right. you know, like the people that we judge to be righteous. Let's pray for everybody. Let's pray for terrorists. Let's pray for homeless um, people. Let's pray yeah. for people who don't know any better and they steal color TV sets, like better than black and white TV sets. <laughs> right. Let's pray for Spider-Man. Um, you know, let's like, pray for Donald for, Trump even, right? Let's pray for, let's pray for everybody. <laughs> God is in all. God is in all. 
and, and if you can't see God in all, you can't see God at all. I wanted to mention real quick too the you mentioned the 2035. <clears throat> uh, of course, Yuzi Bajan talked about the transition periods uh, before and after the 2012 shift. Uh, before it was 1992, it started uh, the year I graduated high school. Actually, the transition period into the Aquarian age, the transition or the gray period is what he called it, out of uh, 2012 uh, to the full manifestation of Aquarian ended in 2038. So, very similar time frame that he mentioned. Oh, I don't. I don't know. She just said 2035. So. Yeah. No, and it may have been another friend lecture, but uh, he did mention 2038. So, yeah, it's around there. So don't get attached to a date. He said a lot of things. <laughs> right. No, and the point being, there's no, there's nowhere do we, <laughs> nowhere do you read anything that says the second coming has to happen at this point in that initiation of the th- of the uh, okay. period of peace. It can be whenever. Right. So. Bless you and keep you. Come on, where is it, Andy? I thought you'd be looking. Oh, I wasn't looking it up. I'm sorry, but I certainly can. <laughs> you know, and oh. no, that's not it. It's like it's from the Bible. Yes, it is. It's a psalm, I believe, but maybe not. Why is this search thing not easier? <laughs> I'm sorry. When I found it, when I prayed and asked God for it, I just opened my scriptures and there it was. <laughs> and now I have to actually search through all these things. I feel like it was in Ephesians, but no, it's probably a psalm. Maybe not. Anyway, a couple Anyways, of things along great, those lines. A, hang on, I'm talking about my drum circle. <laughs> we did a great drum circle at my house this summer. And, um,. Uh, friend came and brought all of his drums and everybody was drumming and we did some primary songs and then we did right. some mantra and then we did May the Lord Bless You and Keep You and it was so beautiful I wish I could have recorded it so maybe we'll get everybody together and we'll do a recording wow that and sounds very cool yeah everyone was singing May the Lord Bless You and Keep You and then, I don't know, they were just all playing their drums and harmonizing and the whole neighborhood. was like, what's going on? Well, I want... So how, here's a couple of shotgun things that go right along with that theme. We're in the church, we're um, in the Gospel Doctrine and all the um, Sunday school classes, t- studying Book of Mormon next year. And so you're preparing, preparing for that. Now this is, I've said it before, I said it on our last podcast uh, five months ago, that the Book of Mormon um, bridges east and west. And to the Western mind, that's not going to be readily apparent. In fact, it won't be apparent at all because we're used to conceiving of these these uh, things in a, in a very Western context, very Occidental mind. And maybe we can talk about that another time, uh, but I'm just going to reiterate that there, and it's a great place to start off. But in, in the Book of Mormon, <clears throat> several times... Uh, it makes it, it takes up the theme of inequality and how inequality is the opposite of peace. Peace being a prerequisite for experiencing and feeling love. Inequality in all things. And now, and conversely, it makes the point several times as well. Uh, you know, by example, that equality in all things always begets or accompanies Zion. And, 
Mm-hmm. Yeah, but peace. it's not. You can't just equalize and get science. That's no, no, and it's not the way we think of equality. As as far as we think of, you know, again, we're so attached to this to this uh, world of structure. We think of equality of, mm-hmm. of structure of our possessions or our means or of some kind. This is mm-hmm. equality in how we view others, how we apply prayer, for instance. If you since you bring that up, and this can be so that can one be a great heart. one heart. Example. One, one yeah. mind. Sorry, the word equality just isn't working for me. Right. But one heart. The unity, the at one moment of all. Yeah. Uh, the one. Yeah. Well, um, what else? Go ahead. Sorry, you're going. Oh, and that was, that's just, I thought of that last couple nights ago, and it was in, in the context of another, uh, people were talking about the, you know, the times and where we are and trying to figure it out, and, and, uh, and I don't care, frankly. But there's a possibility <laughs> that uh, we are in a, a jubilee year now, which is um, every 50 years, right? Um, mm-hmm. The ancient Israelites were, every seven years yeah. was to be a, a Shemitah year, a year of peace and release from debts uh, of all kinds. And then every, uh, after seven Shemitah years, you were to have a, a jubilee year. And the scripture in Deuteronomy says, at the end of, sorry, at the end of every seven years, you shall grant a release. And this is the manner of the release. Every creditor shall release what he's lent to his neighbor, and he shall not exact of his neighbor, his brother, because the Lord's release has been proclaimed. And then in the mm. Jubilee year, the same thing, but it was on, um, it was on land. Mm. And it fully says to me, this meant that everybody released everybody else from their yeah, obligations. There was no, really cool. I, um, no, you owe me, you know? Yeah, I like that. First, I just like to say Jubilee. Yes. But um, <laughs> interestingly, I uh, I have been inspired in the last couple of months to just, like, forgive a whole bunch of debts. Um, yeah. Not for any reason. God just said, um, just forgive them that it's debt. time. Right. And I was like. Okay, no problem, um, because it all comes from him anyway. Um, and I don't, you know, it's not like my student loan suddenly disappeared or, or my creditors like forgave me. No, they may I, soon enough, actually. But I've been so blessed, <laughs> you know. I mean, I've yeah. been in Hawaii for two months. Yes. So, <laughs> so blessed, and so I really just, I can't. I, I have to say, it's it's a jubilee year for well, me. Well, it is, <laughs> and this is the thing that the jubilee and the and the shemitah years worked both ways. They were times of ultimate release and refreshing, and um, you know, rejuvenation for those who kept it, and for those who did not, they the release still came, but in in more jarring ways. And in fact, in the in the Old Testament, it talks about that was the primary reason given. Uh, for the Babylonian captivity, you know, that uh, Lehi and, and the Mulekites both escaped uh, off to the Americas right before that happened, is the Lord said, you're not keeping the, the times of release. You're not, you're not keeping this law. And so they were, um, they were released from everything they had. <laughs> and they were taken into captivity and, and, uh, for, for 70 years. <clears throat> anyway, I, I love the concept uh, of establishing good. peace that way. So forgive your debtors and 
I mean, forgive, whatever. <laughs> Get and on. May the Lord bless you and keep you. Did you find that? No, I gave up. <laughs> 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 I can only do one thing at a time. Right now, I'm talking. Did you look in the? Were you looking in the gospel library? Yeah, and then I also looked at my blog, and it wouldn't. The search feature wasn't working. Well, let's just do Google for heaven's sake. Oh, darn it! Good idea. <laughs> Numbers 6, 24 through 26. I knew it wasn't a song. <laughs> it was like, I was thinking it was Deuteronomy. When in doubt, okay. just Google. They run okay, the world. Okay, so anyway. read the whole, read the whole. Okay, so this I, pulled I, I want to go there. Wait, tell me where okay. it is. It's Numbers 6, 24 through 26. Oh, okay. Should I go to the New King James? And this is, yeah, that's what I've got. The New King James Version. The Lord make his face shine upon you and be gracious to you. The Lord look up his promise upon you and give you peace. Yes. I want to know what the verse is right before that. Well, now you can look him up. Um, and yes, for those wondering, it's always a good idea, especially with the Old Testament, to look up different, um, yeah. different versions and translations. Even the New Testament, a lot of it is, some of the old King James is not as useful. Oh, I just love the words from the scriptures. Isn't it so beautiful? May the Lord bless you and keep you. May the Lord make his face shine upon yes. you and gracious to you. May the Lord lift up his countenance upon you. Okay, do you want the preceding verses? And give you peace. Um, yeah, do they say anything? like? Well, this is the, the chapter heading. It says, The law of the Nazarite is explained whereby the children of Israel may consecrate themselves to the Lord by a vow. Mm -hmm. And then the verses, so that starts in 24. Verse 22 says, And the Lord spake unto Moses, saying, Speak unto Aaron and unto his sons, saying, On this wise ye shall bless the children of Israel, saying unto them, The Lord bless thee and keep thee. The Lord make his face shine upon thee and be gracious unto thee. The Lord lift up his countenance upon thee and give thee peace. And they shall put my name upon the children of Israel, and I will bless them. Okay, cool. Yeah, I like it better with the may. May the Lord. You have a different translation. Yeah, yeah, I do too. But may the Lord. Yeah, beautiful. So that's how we bless the children of Israel, which, whatever. We're all the children of Israel. Um, we actually have pretty much all are at this point in the history yeah. of the earth. Yeah, cool stuff. <laughs> all right. Well, I think we covered it. Good. Okay. <laughs> Let me throw out so, one more from Yogi Bhajan because I just ran, ran across this today and it was, well, it made me laugh, but I'm not going to say why it made me laugh. But this is, he just, he was, he gave this, I've been working on a, with the Magala Chardon mantra, the Adgude, in a meditation I'm doing. And this is not the meditation I'm doing, but <clears throat> it's one other one that uses that mantra, the Adgude protection mantra. It's one that, one that opens the heart. Anyway, he said, um, when, with this mantra and this technique, he said, give up all technique. He said, you're just calling on pure God, Godhead to take over. It's realizing that all you've tried to do hasn't worked, all the fancy techniques. Then there comes a sort of anger, and then desperation. And then you get worse. This is just saying, I don't know crap. I'm just going to bask in your light and genius and do it like you knew you were going to die in the next five minutes. He says, you go to God for nothing else but God, not for any healing, not for any reason, just to be with God. 
I love Yuki Bosha. <laughs> <laughs> Me too. Why you gonna? Why you gonna? I also love. I also love Jesus. Can't wait till he comes back. <laughs> In the meantime, let's pray for this whole world because it's full of awesome people and beautiful places. And I'll say. So you're coming right? back shortly. I don't know. We'll see what happens. <laughs> I'm just in the flow right now. All right. Should we maybe not leave the folks hanging for five months at this point? Do you want to do this regularly again? Sure. Okay. Yeah. I mean, I think that we have to talk about something else next. I had a thought about what it was, but it left me. Oh, yeah. First of all, we need to tell people how to pronounce Adgarinamé. <laughs> ah, good point. And, um, yeah, there's a lot. There's a lot of, there's a lot we could chat about. So let's do it, maybe in a week. Sounds good. Maybe when our clocks are not three hours apart. Better than it used to be. All right. Let's, let's do Kay. the ending. How do, how do we end this thing? <laughs> let's, uh, well, I was just trying to pick a, a song here. It doesn't really matter. I'll load up your prayer for next time. Indeed. Satnam. <laughs> <laughs>